Blog Talk Radio.
Messiah, Jehovah, the mighty God. Good morning, <laughs> and welcome, Merry Christmas, by the way, and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. It happens to be Christmas, in case you were wondering, and the saints are in high gear, believe me, <laughs> and Brother Bill is making jokes. Amen. Amen. Brother Bill is making jokes. Anyway, I'm so glad Jesus has already been born, aren't you? Think, if you had to go through all that cow stuff and sheep stuff again, that would not be cool. But he made it easy. He was only born one time. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for coming, first of all to our rescue, because we needed rescuing really bad, and for loving us and obeying his Father, submitting his will, carrying us all the way through Calvary and beyond, because, you know, we are seated with him in heavenly places. So we want to thank him. We want to thank every angel that assisted. Yes! Amen. Amen. They did their part too. Amen. 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 The sheep did their part. The shepherds did their part. Everybody that was involved did their part. And now it's time for us to do our part. Amen. Amen. So we want to thank the Lord for his wonderful love that he expressed to us. Amen. Amen. For unto us. A child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Amen? Amen. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And we want to remember that. As we look at the events that are happening all over the world, these people are only humans, some of them. Some of them not humans. And we look at the things they do, and sometimes we become a little frustrated with them. But remember, God is very much in charge of what happens. He is the sovereign Lord. Amen? Amen. So let's keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Remember, it was the joy that was set before him that took him all the way through. And that's what's going to strengthen us too, the joy that's set before us. This is not the end of our journey down here on earth. This is just a passageway. Amen? This is a place of learning and growing and developing and learning to walk with our God. This isn't the end. We have a glorious home. Amen? Amen? 
And there are people there that we're going to see that we never met in person, but that we read about in the Bible. There are people there that we've already known. They've been waiting for us to show up, you see? They won't set the banqueting table until we're all home. Amen? Amen. So don't forget there's more beyond this. Amen? Amen? This is not the end point. This is just part of the journey. Amen? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you thanking you for every opportunity that we have to learn more about you, to experience more of your life, to experience more of the situational complications and blessing of knowing you. We want to thank you that we're growing. We're becoming like Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, it's a process, but we're learning, and we're growing, and we're becoming, and we're happy about that. We want the Father to look at us and see you. We want him to look at us and see you. So as we're growing, teach us to be patient with ourselves. Amen? Teach us to be patient with ourselves. We are human still, with strengths and weaknesses and talents and abilities, gifts that you've blessed us with. We offer them all to you, Lord. And we want to thank you for this experience that we have with you called life on earth. Amen? Amen. We want to thank you for all that the, uh, the animals gave up that day for Jesus to have a place to lay his head. And we want to thank you for all the participants, even Harris, and all of his disobedience. But, Lord, just as you have things planned, they happen. You planned for Jesus to come. It was taken care of before the foundation of the world, the Bible says. And you knew all of those who would finally decide to receive Jesus Christ. Some of them this morning happened to be witches and warlocks and wizards. We pray for them, Father. And we ask that you speedily get them on the path of life. We forgive their sins. And we ask that you usher them in to your kingdom. We thank you, Lord, for those that will come across our path and that you will use us to minister some word to them to help them along the way. We lift up to you all of those who are procrastinating coming into the kingdom. They know inside where they're supposed to be. But in their flesh, they're taking their precious time so they think. Father, help them to see the reality of time is now. Amen? And now is the day of salvation. Help our family members, Lord, that are wayward and backward and rebellious, that don't want to do what they know they ought to do. Help them to get over themselves, Lord. 
Help them. They need help. And we lift up to you, Lord, those who have never heard about you. There's still people all over the world who don't know who Jesus is. Boys and girls, women, men, all over the world, who even though the gospel message has been preached, they still have not heard. We pray for them to hear, and when they hear, for them to receive. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. And now we ask you, Father, to forgive us for all of our sins. All of our iniquities, you know that sin we have a problem getting out of. All of our trespasses, all of our mistakes, all of the things that didn't go the way you would have desired. We ask for your forgiveness. We ask you to forgive us for even the thoughts and tents of our hearts that were not righteous. We thank you, Lord for strengthening us when we are weak and helping us to see things your way. So we yield and submit and surrender ourselves to you. And we thank you for the blessing of Holy Communion that you left us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this connection of remembrance. So I'm going to give everybody a couple of minutes to say to the Lord what you want. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. Thank you, Lord, and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the cup. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show and proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, Whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. 
For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Who wants to be condemned with the world? Not me. I've come too far by faith, leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word, and he never fails me. Amen. I can't say I've never failed him, but neither can you. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) He's never failed me. And I'm happy about that. He has an excellent track record. Think about that the next time you're tempted to doubt or be in unbelief. He has a perfect track record. It's hard to argue with that. Amen? Amen. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Father, the ultimate goal of Belial is to cast off restraint. You know, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. Much as we see in teenagers who become rebellious, so we see worldwide, from the youth to the government, the ungodliness of Belial has become a flood upon the earth and its citizens. Belial despises the restraining power of the Holy Bible, the church, the body of Christ, and the Holy Spirit. This wicked spirit is responsible for the many attacks on our legal system worldwide, laws favoring and promoting the LGBTQIA plus agenda, are now replacing true morality and ethical behavior. Yes, even in Christian families, these demons have reared their heads. Father, just as Job and Noah were mocked for their stand in righteousness, so are we all being persecuted as we live for you. Father, in Jesus' name, Rescue us as you did Job and Noah and restore restraint and godliness all over the world. Mammon has flaunted his head Mm -hmm. and his wares. And the young believe that all that glitters is gold, a certain lie. Teachers in the classroom have become the enemy, dressing preschool males in dresses once they are dropped off by the parents. Can you imagine that? You're going to kindergarten. You're just a kid. You're a little boy. You get there. Your parents say bye, and the teacher changes your clothes and puts a dress on you. Amen. They, they're doing that. 
and it's supposedly a Christian school. Really? Having affairs with their students, teachers having affairs with their students, filming lewd and immoral acts in front of the class with other students participating in the performance. And worse still, godlessness and immorality are the order of the day. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us all, Father, and reestablish us in your law. People who know that homosexuality is sin and have lived heterosexual lives are now giving consent to total perversion. Males kissing males in romance in too many commercials. Laws designed to protect youth are being ignored and not enforced. Parents in agreement with drag queens during story hour for youth. Father, you are the creator of the parenthood ministry. Reestablish your authority and set this ministry in divine order. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. We need you to step in, Lord. Parents aren't parents anymore. They stopped. They quit. I don't know why, but they did. They stopped upholding godly morals and principles before their children. They stopped living them, too. They've become extremely idolatrous, covetous, and some of everything else. They agree with whatever the world does as if you don't exist. And so, Father, now we have churches that are split on this issue. Churches where people are supposed to believe and adhere to what the Bible says, agreeing to perversions of every sort. We need you, Lord. We need you, Father. So we're calling out to you this morning for you to reestablish your authority. Reestablish your authority and put the parenthood ministry in your order. The children are under mind control. They have iPhones at age three. <laughs> They have they have such hate and such fear in them, Lord. They watch TV and they see police, police, murder shooting, police, murder shooting, police, murder shooting, police. They see evil of every sort, Lord. They see evil of every sort. Their innocence is stolen before they realize that they have it. So, Father, we cry out to you. We cry out to you. You establish the parenthood ministry. 
We ask you to take full authority and establish your authority, your order, Lord, in Jesus' name. For you are not the author of confusion, but of peace. Peace with you. Peace on earth, God's will toward men. We thank you for it. Father, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for your very presence in our midst. We thank you, Lord, for every blessing, every honor, every gift, every grace, every inheritance that you have bestowed upon the body of Christ. We even pray for our Jewish counterparts who haven't figured it out yet, Lord, but a few of them have. We thank you for the few that have. We ask you to bring more of them, Lord, into the kingdom of your son. We thank you for it, Father. We thank you for their eyes beginning to open and their ears being unstopped and their hearts that have been covered, covered in hardness, becoming a heart of flesh toward you. We thank you, Lord, for all you do. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, and technology demons, and all of their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, brainwashing spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, and all their attacks, all passive devils, and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, seducing, womanizing, drone spirits, boredom spirits, and all their attacks. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks, debilitating a sonic frequency attack, the work of every druid electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult, all the mind control by the occult. 
We buy enforced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crime, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, and brain injuries. Debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all uh, microwave frequency weapons all 5G and their components, everything coming off the satellite, cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' name. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, tribal, Rukoto, indigenous groups, the hordes of wizards, everywhere voodoo, hoodoo, jujus are being released. We bind in Jesus' name. We reject it in the name of Jesus. Everywhere voodoo dolls are used. We reject it and send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. Everywhere intimidation and fear is used. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ and we send it back. Even groups of people that have never heard your name, Lord, and never know what you have and have never known what you have done for them. We lift them up to you now in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all Morgellons attacks and we return every attack to the sender. We bind all Caribbean, Latin American, Haitian, Jamaican. Uh, black magic and white magic in Jesus' name. Every form of wickedness that is performed. All blood sacrifices. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog. And every abomination that has ever been committed, we bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. Spirits of infirmity supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, science, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, 
harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, law, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights in Jesus' name. We return to sender all black magic, all white magic, all voodoo, all hoodoo, all juju, all ancestral curses in Jesus' name. All jealousy, all envy, all wickedness sent against any member of the body of Christ in Jesus' name. We send it back from whence it came according to the word of God. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, la-la land, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience. We bind Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings, and we chain them with eternal chains unto darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, and fecal and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, and we bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, All fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial yet again. Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali. All false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet in its 72. And we chain them all with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, and vow, 
and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the grip, and the craft in Jesus' name. We bind psychic weapons, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ. Every demonic weapon, especially in the private, every demonic weapon. Cough that out. Cough it out. Cough it out. Cough it out. Cough it out. It was sent to you. Return to sender in Jesus' name. It was returned from whence it commenced in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sin. We bind the insanity and pride and work of errors and foolishness of our own opinions. We return and loose all the retaliations upon the enemy, on the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions, customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Come out of our dreams. Come out of our dreams in Jesus' name. We disconnect our minds from the occult. We disconnect our minds from witchcraft. We disconnect our minds from the computers, from our cellular and electronic devices in Jesus' name. We command those spirits to come out now. Up and out. Up and out. Fire God. Fire God. Come on out. Our video, come out in the name of Jesus. We disconnect our minds from all those spirits in Jesus' name. From all our electronic and technological devices, we disconnect our minds. From all the videos. From all the audio, every ungodly spirit in the name of Jesus. And we reconnect our minds to the mind of Christ. We receive the new. 
and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians and those that were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Amen, amen, for the right hand saving us. Amen. We cover ourselves and all of our transportation with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you're in charge. We thank you that you caused us to find green pastures in you, and we will find rest for our souls. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over every demon that's come to attack us, hinder us, or do anything to us at all in Jesus' name. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ, and we forbid them to come near us or those we love ever again in Jesus' name. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, anything sent back by the enemy, and we send it right back in Jesus' name. We cut and burn all ungodly. Ooh, okay, Lord, who is this doing the incense thing? I can see Father, there's somebody working powers using incense against members of miracles. We send it back in Jesus' name. We raise the shield of faith. Extinguish. Yes, Extinguish. Lord, all members of miracles that are under attack, we you turn and boomerang the attack back. Woo! In Jesus' name. We return it from whence it came in the name of Jesus. And even attacks that are planned into the new year. We thank you for your grace, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. We disconnect and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement. With the demonic realm, we tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such. And we break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, magic, sorcery, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, voodoo, spells. Psychic power, psychic warfare, incantations, incense, and candle burning. Chant or ragisa da rabrosa da da da. We bind that chanting up. Woo! In Jesus' name. We bind our hoodoo, crystals, tribal rituals, and sin, and all other works of witchcraft being sent against your people. We thank you, Father, for the grace that you have released to your people, the love of God that is pouring out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. 
And we release the grace of God upon the people of God. And everyone said amen. Amen Amen and amen. My goodness. Just who does the devil think he is? Amen. He doesn't have the right to attack God's people. Amen. Praise the Lord. But if he should, we have a remedy for this, do we not? We have a remedy in Christ Jesus. Amen. He's our Savior. He's our Deliverer. He fights our battle. Amen. And we believe him. Praise God. Help, Lord. Help. Help, Lord. Help. Amen. Amen. Help. You said, Pastor, what kind of title is that? That's the title me and Jesus came up with this morning. That kind. Help means to make things easier or for the better. It means to relieve one who is in need or in trouble with that which is required for relief. It means to perform part of the work, to ease or to share the labor or to promote and aid in the growth and development of a project. Help means to bring forth remedies, solutions, and answers. Help is useful, beneficial, and giving assistance. Help serves and supplies another with whatever is necessary to accomplish the desired end result. Saints, our God wants to provide the help that we need. Saints, our God wants to provide the help that we need. Saints. Our God wants to provide the help that we need. Let us not hinder the grace of God. Let us not frustrate the grace of God. Well, why are you calling me now? I'm on the radio. Amen? Let us not prevent God from achieving his goals and objectives in our lives. Yes, God has plans for us. He's got wonderful plans. So we don't need to get in the way. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, you say, Pastor, I can't hinder God. Wrong. That's not the truth. Yes, you can. Me, I can do that. Yes, you you can you can do that. Mhm. Yes, you can do that. Amen. Let's go to the Gospel of Mark. Amen. Let's go to the Gospel of Mark. I'm turning there with you. It's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's how the Gospels go. And we're going 
Hmm, isn't that interesting? Huh. Devil, now you know better than to mess with me on Sunday morning. <laughs> you know better than to mess with me on Sunday morning. Well, isn't that wonderful? Praise God. See, the message is working. I am pleased That's really good, God. Thank you for that one. Now, tell me how we can do that again. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Computer, it's Sunday, okay? Act like you know it. Get a grip. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. That's more like it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Very good. Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse 4. Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse 4. Amen. Mark chapter 6, beginning with verse. Mm. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God is good. This is getting to be more fun. Okay. All right. Let's do it this way. There we go. Amen. You said, Pastor, aren't you there yet? Yes, I actually am. All right. Praise God. Well, maybe that's the one I want. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house, and in his own house. Think about that. In his own house. Not without honor. Didn't say he didn't have any honor at all. Just said not in his own country, not in, not among his own kin, and not in his own house. You ever been to a funeral of somebody you're related to? And when the people got up to tell their testimonies about their person's life, you discover things you never knew about that person, and you related to them, even by blood and marriage. Isn't that wild? I think it's strange, but it happens all the time. And there'll be nice things, you know, noteworthy characters, things to be proud of that you never knew that person did. And you were related to them. Think about that. You remember the bad things they did. I mean, it's like somebody took a Crayola and, and put it right in your head, Okay. But there were good things that that person did that you never knew about. So you see, if you only look at the bad part of what you see about a person, you miss the rest of them. Amen? Speaking of Jesus in Mark 6, and he could there do no mighty work, 
Say that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Jesus marveled at the depth of their unbelief. They refused, they'd known him, and they refused to believe him. They refused. You know how there are people in life, I've known a lot of these, a whole lot as a matter of fact, and they can only relate you to your family. They can't see you as an individual. They call, instead of calling you by your name, they call you by your relative's name and say junior, even if you're a female. You know, as if everything you do in life is predicated on the name of this person that's in your family. You never have your own identity to them. Well, that's the way they were treating Jesus. They treated him like, well, that's just one of them out of this family. That's nobody's significance. You know, they're not wealthy. They're not this. They're not that. And that's all he could be to them. He had to be in this little box called Mary and Joseph. And that's it. They, he had to be just like whatever his brothers and sisters were. He couldn't be himself, you see, to them, in their mind. They did this in their own minds and hearts. He never told them that. So when he stepped out of the box and began to act like his heavenly father, they were offended. And if you step out the box and be the person God calls you to be, they're going to be offended with you. I've lived a life full of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. People do this. They shouldn't, but they do. They shouldn't, but they do. Saints, we dishonor God when we prevent him from doing for us and in us all of his good pleasure. God wants to do things. He wants to move around and expand things and bring things, new things in. But we're just, we're going to stay in our little rut that we've always done for all of our lives, and we're never going to hop out the box. Remember when we were children, we had this little thing, toy you wound up, it's called the jack-in-the-box, and you did it so to the point that he went, bang, and came out the box. Well, some of us need to come out the box. Not out the closet, out the box, okay? Let's get it straight. Clearly understand what I said. Some of us need to come out the box. Because, see, you can't bring Jesus in your box and make him stay in there with you. He's outside of your box. So I suggest you get out of the box. You know, your little box is only so big anyway. It could probably fit on a pinhead. You can't make Jesus fit in there. He's God. He's bigger than your box, bigger than you, and bigger than that pinhead. It's time for some saints to jump out of the box, okay? And you know who you are. Amen? So, in Matthew chapter 13, not far away, Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 54. Matthew chapter 13, beginning with verse 54, 
And when he was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished and said, Whence hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? He didn't even get to be called Joseph. He was called the carpenter's son. Okay? He's not supposed to go any further than that, the carpenter's son. Is not his mother called Mary and his brethren, James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, and his sisters, are they not all with us? When then hath this man all these things? And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Because of their unbelief. Now, there are certain people who class themselves that way. They look at their family origin or the group from whence they come, and they do not expect themselves to exceed that. Well, my mama did this, and my grandmama did this, and my great-grandmama did this, so I guess that's what I'm going to do too. But that's not the way God designed this. He designed it for you to seek his face and ask him to develop you into the Christian, the person, the human that he sent into the earth. He sent you with gifts and with promise. You can't limit yourself by what somebody else did. There have been friends of mine that said, well, you know, my granddaddy was a doctor, my daddy was a doctor, my brother's a doctor, so I guess I'm supposed to be one too. No, you're supposed to find out from God what you're supposed to do. Amen? Out of the box. You see, saints, the issue was not that their unbelief limited his power. Rather, it kept them from bringing their sick to be healed, et cetera, and et cetera. And so it is with us. Or there would be no necessity of this message today. So, saints, our own unbelief prevents us. Our own doubts keep us from presenting to the Father all of our issues. Yes, pride is a hindrance also. God has created mankind to need and to require his help and assistance. We must learn to be more open to his helping grace. Amen? Psalm 115, verse 11. Psalm 115, verse 11. Psalm 115, verse 11. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Doesn't a shield stand between the warrior and the enemy? Try to remember that the next time you're under attack. 
Raise the shield of faith. Amen. Amen. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. Praise the Lord. So, Psalm 121, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 121, beginning with verse 1. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And that's where we need to keep our eyes focused, on him. He's our help. Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I am. Remember, he told someone very important, I am that I am. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So if you land on your bottom, get up again, just like toddlers do. You know, people used to do the wrong thing with toddlers when they were learning to walk. They'd land on their bottoms, and then they couldn't figure out what to do, so they'd start that crying thing, and then somebody would come pet them. Wrong response. When you land on your bottom, then you give praise to the Lord, and you cheer, and you say, thank you, Jesus. And then after a while, the toddler figures out, oh, this isn't bad. They get up, and they try again. Amen? It's not a crime to land on your bottom. It's a crime not to try. Amen? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. God expects us to try. When he says, do this, Lord, I've never done that before. He expects you to try. I don't know how to do that. He expects you to try. Amen? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. But my God shall supply all your needs according to your riches, his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So if you need courage, this is your scripture. He supplies plenty of courage. If you need knowledge, he supplies knowledge. If you need expertise, he supplies expertise. If you need strength or power or might or anything at all, he supplies your needs. Stop looking to yourself to have all the answers. It doesn't work that way. 
Yes, saints, just as Jesus desired to heal the people of Nazareth, so he desires to help us. Nazareth saw more of Jesus Christ than any other place, yet they profited less than other places. He actually had more exposure time with them than any other place, but they profited less. Why? They put him in a box with their unbelief. Amen? So, Jesus was endowed with full power and authority from his Father. It is proclaimed over 20 times in the scriptures that he healed them all and healed everyone. Jesus exhibited full delegated authority and liberty to exercise the full power of, a, of attorney and all of God's interests. He moved in complete authority to act in the Father's stead, as if the Father himself was doing the work. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 10. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, and verse 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. The Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 10. Amen? Good. Now let's go to John, chapter 5. The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 20. The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 20. The Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 20. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. The Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that ye may marvel. Amen? Some people have this idea that the Father just sits in heaven and doesn't do a thing, but you're just as wrong as you can be. (laughs) I pray for you that you get a revelation that the Godhead works together and in concert. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. I wouldn't want anybody to be lost. Jesus' power was unlimited from heaven in doing the will and the works of the Father on earth. Psalm 46, verse 1. Psalm 46, verse 1. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He's a right now God. 
at the moment on the spot. He's a right now God. Psalm 146, verse 5. Psalm 146, verse 5. Psalm 146, verse 5. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God whose hope is in the Lord his God. So make sure you know where your hope is. Isaiah chapter 65. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. Could you have it any better than that? Could you have it any better than that? Psalm 10, verse 14. Psalm 10, verse 14. Psalm 10, verse 14. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Thou art the helper of the fatherless. Psalm 10, verse 14. Thou art the helper of of the fatherless. Many of us saints are without an earthly father, or else he is dysfunctional in that role. To whom do you call upon? Well, let's go to Luke 11 and find out the answer. Luke chapter 11, beginning with verse 2. Luke Chapter 11, beginning with verse 2. Luke, chapter 11, beginning with verse 2. And he said unto them, when ye pray, say. That means the mouth has to open, hot air and syllables have to come out. When ye pray, say, our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. So if you have a dysfunctional dad, or an absent without leave dad, or a deceased dad, or you never knew dad, you've got a dad. You are not abandoned. You're not an orphan. You should not think of yourself that way nor treat yourself that way. You have a heavenly father who loves you. And you need to say, yes, I do. Praise God. 
John chapter 16. John chapter 16, beginning with verse 26. John chapter 16, beginning with verse 26. And that day, at that day, ye shall ask in my name. And I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. Jesus saying, I'm not going to pray to the Father for you. You can do this yourself now. You can open your mouth and speak to your heavenly Father. He's heard some of the other things you said, so he knows you can do this. He has confidence in you. For the Father himself loveth you. Somebody needs to highlight this one. For the Father himself loveth you. Because ye have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. The Father himself loveth you. Amen? And you need to act like that all the time. There doesn't need to ever be a time that you act like that's not so. Because we're called to walk in truth. Amen? All right. Well, I never knew who my dad was. Well, you do now. That's all that. You don't ever have to say that again. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 15. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 15. But ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. You have a father who loves you. And then now you want to give me the story about how your earthly dad acted. That, uh uh-uh. Separate the two in your mind, please. You cannot transfer somebody else's poor, corrupted behavior onto our God, onto our Heavenly Father. Amen? That wouldn't be right. That wouldn't be fair. How would you like it if you were nice and your twin was nasty? And whenever time somebody saw you, they attributed the characteristics of your nasty twin to you. You wouldn't appreciate it at all. Well, see, this is far worse. You cannot attribute the characteristics of fallen man to a holy God. You cannot compare his behavior to the love that God the Father has for you. You cannot attribute his absence or poor behavior in your presence to a holy God. So you need to make some corrections in your mind and in your heart. You see, we repented earlier of making decisions based on past hurts and disappointments. We can only make decisions about our Heavenly Father according to the Word of God, not according to some human's poor efforts. Amen? Amen. Does everybody understand that? All right, so we're going to do better, right? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what I like. Saints like improvement. Saints, faith, act. Faith, act. It doesn't sit there and thumb. It acts. Faith, 
act. Faith does something towards God. Faith does not whine. I know the saints believe that whining is praying, but it's not. It's still whining. And whining improves nothing. Faith does not quit and give up. No, faith moves us to grow up. Faith does not quit and give up. No, faith moves us to grow up. Faith does not murmur nor complain, thus releasing demons to attack us. Faith does not mope around in depression. Faith obeys the word of God. Faith releases thanksgiving. Faith releases prayer. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Mm-hmm. Now let's see if we'll practice it now that you've said amen. Praise God. Faith does not meditate on what cannot be changed. You've got it in your mind, well, this can't ever change. And you fixated there. Well, let's go to Mark chapter 9, verse 23. The Gospel of Mark. Chapter 9, verse 23. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus said unto him. So Jesus is getting ready to tell the truth, right? Amen. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Amen. That's what Jesus said. Faith does not complain about other people who refuse to help. So let's go to Mark chapter 10, verse 27. Mark chapter 10, verse 27. And Jesus, looking upon them, saith, Jesus is talking again, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. Mm -hmm. So who's your BFF? Faith does not lay away expecting disappointment and defeat. Faith does not do that. Psalm 73, beginning with verse 24. Psalm 73, 
beginning with verse 24. Psalm 73, beginning with verse 24. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel. Hmm. Well, you see, if you want the counsel, you actually have to ask for it. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Now sign your name there. Come into agreement with God. Sign your name there. Psalm chapter 60 Psalm 60, verse 11. Psalm 60, verse 11. Psalm 60, verse 11. Give us help from trouble. Give us help from trouble. For vain is the help of man. Man's not going to produce much here. He's just going to talk about it. You're not going to do a thing. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Amen. Faith does not vacillate, sway to and fro in mind, heart, and attitude. Faith does not waver or walk in indecision. Faith doesn't pull up a chair at the table of I can't make up my mind and sit there. Faith doesn't do that. Mm. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. No, faith doesn't walk in indecision. Faith seeks the will of God to perform the will of God. James chapter 1, beginning with verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, you don't know what to do, is that the case? Then let him ask of God. Plain and simple, ask God. If any of you lack wisdom, you don't know which way is best, which way to turn, what road to take. Let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally. It doesn't say just the Christian. And upbraid is not. He's not going to fuss at you because you don't know the answer. And it shall be given him. So he's given you a promise that if you ask him, he'll give you an answer. It may not be the answer you're expecting, but he will give you the answer. 
but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, no vacillating, no swaying to and fro, no indecision. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. You've been to the ocean at some point, even if in a movie, and you've watched the wind come and just whip up the water and just have it flying everywhere. Spray here, spray here, there, everywhere. Well, God doesn't expect you to act that way. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. And he means it. If you're going to swing back and forth in the breeze, don't expect God to give you anything. You're going to have to decide. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He's not faithful to God. So when you catch yourself on the path of indecision, it's time to ask God some questions, get some answers, and get off that path. Amen? Amen. You might need to fast. Who knows? Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods of your fathers, which your fathers served, that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. We're not vacillating. Our decision is made, and I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back at all. Amen? Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Who's seen God's power at work? Who's seen God's power at work and has been convinced? And believes that our God is God. Who is that? Is it you? Are you waiting to be convinced? Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 15. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 15. Romans chapter 10, beginning with verse 15. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Glad tidings of good things. Good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who hath believed our report? You told us to go tell them this, and we did but I'm not so sure they believed us. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. 
It's not by accident, saints, that we tell you to play the word over you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every opportunity you get wherever you go. It's not by accident that we encourage you to do so. It's for your upbuilding, for your strengthening in faith. Because as the word plays over you, suddenly you'll have a scripture quickened to you. That means all of a sudden God has your complete undivided attention about what he just said. He's talking to you. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. You're not going to necessarily hear from God listening to MSNBC, certainly not CNN or some others. But if you listen to the word, that's the channel he broadcasts on. You'll hear from him. That's his broadcasting channel, the word of God. Amen? Amen. So, John, the Gospel of John, chapter 12. The Gospel of John, chapter 12, beginning with verse 37. The Gospel of John, chapter 12, beginning with verse 37. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. Can you believe it? They watched him open blind eyes, raise people from the dead, and they still refused to believe on him. So, Isaiah said, as we have read, Lord, who hath believed our report? And to whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Well, he revealed his power. Therefore, they could not believe. You see, when you shut out truth, there's nothing else left to you but a lie. You need to remember this for the rest of your days. When you shut out truth, there is nothing left to you but a lie. And when you receive the lie, you will have extreme difficulty receiving truth. It's very important what you choose to believe. Amen? When you shut out truth, you will end up with a lie. Faith submits to God. Faith submits to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, we've had people come in here that needed miracles. I mean, serious miracles. And Pastor Pat and uh, Brother Bill and myself would attempt to minister to them and tell them such and such is the case and such and such is the case and such and such is the case. And they had such weak faith, almost none, they decided they didn't want to believe what we said. And so I remember this one gentleman who claimed he had been a Baptist pastor. And we explained to him in great detail that a certain person was a witch. And he needed to stay away from that person. Well, guess what this wise and wonderful person did? They did just the opposite of what we told them. They went to sit in this person's beautician's chair. 
And so she took part of his hair and kept it and told him he didn't have to pay her. We all know why, to work powers on it. And he backslid even more so than he was before. Well, praise the Lord, that's not the end of the story. We knew who she was and what she was. We told Pastor what she was the day we saw her. So we prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed. And one night, while we were, Pastor and I were on the radio, I opened my mouth and I asked the Lord to do something. I asked him to arrest her. I asked him to apprehend her. And surely in a few days, she was behind bars. She was in a jail cell, not far from here. And then the truth began to come out. And so now we know she was a serial killer because she killed someone after she left. See, it's dangerous to reject truth and receive a lie. It could cost you your life. Hmm, let the church say amen. It's dangerous. Faith submits to God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 and beyond. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5 and beyond. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Just to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. That who may exalt you? He may exalt you in due time. It doesn't say all your 900 efforts will exalt you in due time. It says he does the exalting here. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Highlight, he careth for you. Be sober. Be serious about it. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. It is not necessary for you to be devourable. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. That means if you plan to resist him, you're going to have to be steadfast in the faith. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Other Christians are going through this too. But the, great, but the God of all grace who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that ye have suffered a while. So you got to grow up. you got to learn. you got to learn to use your weapon. Amen? 
after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect or mature, establish, strengthen, and settle you. No, you cannot fast forward this process. It does not have a fast forward button there, and you can't fast forward. It goes one step at a time. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, you see, saints, God is busy working in us. God is busy. John, the Gospel of John, we're going back there. Chapter 16, verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 24. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 24. Hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name, Jesus says. Ask. How did he say ask? In my name. Ask in my name, and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, either you're going to believe him or you're not. It's up to you. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4, Verse 16, let us, uh, yes, uh, let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, uh, like we do here, uh, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's right. The us has to show up. No, you're not an island. The us has to show up. You're not an island. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Don't get unnerved, upset, or anxious for any reason at all. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request Be made known unto God. All righty. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate that. Let your request be made known unto God. That's right. Don't ask my neighbor. Amen. Saints. These directions from God bring results. These directions from God bring results. These directions from God bring results. First Kings chapter eight verse forty five. 
1 Kings chapter 8, verse 45. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 45. Then hear thou in heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. Then hear thou in heaven their prayer and their supplication and maintain their cause. Supplication means to request for, for your desire or need to be met humbly and earnestly as specific and a targeted request. So you wouldn't start this prayer, Oh, Heavenly Father, which art in heaven, the birds and the trees and the bumblebees. Come on. If you're not praying for them, that wouldn't be a supplication, okay? In other words, get to the point. Honor him, venerate him, bow before him, but don't spend an hour talking and still haven't said what you really meant. Amen? Do we understand what he means? In other words, saints, in humility, get to the point in prayer. If your big toe is what's bothering you, why are you talking about the ducks over there in the pond? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Sometimes saints. Amen. Sometimes saints. God has to help us along. Yes, he does, because sometimes we just, you know, we we start and then we start the babbling. I'm like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be talking about this. This is the reason you came. So let's talk about what you really don't want to talk about but need to talk to me about. You know what I mean? You know, the subject you're trying to avoid. Can we just get there? <laughs> it's not going to leave until you talk to me. Amen? Sometimes there may be tears, sometimes not. Tears are not a requirement for God to hear you. You don't need the bathroom towel in there with you every single time, do you? You sure? So say, the Lord has stated and presented this message for all to clearly understand. All of us have needs and desires that have not been fulfilled. Our Heavenly Father desires to provide the help that we need. We must ask him to help us to recognize his answer when it arrives. We have needs, saints, that we have not even considered. 
yet our Father has taken note of them all. He has declared, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. He has declared, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer believing, ye shall receive. Have you believed him yet? Well, let the church say amen Amen. and rise to the benediction. Amen. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, church. Merry Christmas, miracle. God loves you. Pastor loves you. Enjoy the holiday. Go talk to your heavenly father. Get to the point. Tell the truth. And we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen.